Welcome to another Dark Road Travels presentation of Accordance of the Dragon. My name is Brian and I will be your Dungeon Master. Uh, yes, this is Rick and I play Illiford Leafheart, a uh, half-elf variant life cleric. This is Chris, I play Tugger, the fighter, half-orc. Hi, my name is Gabe and I play Elfram Earthbreaker, the barbarian dwarf. So I'm Zach. And I play human rogue, Davin. Uh, hi, I'm Joseph. I play Eldrin. I am a high elf wizard. I'm Gabby, and I play Rosie Fernfellow, a gnome illusion wizard. Previously on Accordance of the Dragon. I have been waiting all adventure for this moment. Time to look at your belt. Is the sword glowing? Let me pull it out and check it real quick. Do you recognize the uh, gleam of blue scales? I can't die a third time today. I'm out <laughs> into the sun for two seconds, and this is what happened. No, my name's Earthbreaker. You're saying it wrong. And I'm going to cast Tasha City's Laughter. I can't believe we're kind of dragon. I'm going to cast Fear of the Dragon. You hear a booming voice saying, Enough. Uh, oh. 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 <laughs> oh. Oh. It was Davin. It was his fault. I'm going to keep your mouth shut. No. This is pretty normal for us. No, I need to make you a really nice cock piece. Oh, God, yes. Why, sir, my name is Warmer Snurd. Yeah, a lot of people don't like us. Yeah, and why. I do not feel comfortable sleeping by myself. One thing I want to suggest to the council, guys, I will challenge them to cast a zone of truth on, so we can have a very clear, open, honest conversation. We're going to rewind just a little bit. So on your way up the stairs, um, two figures approach, a withered drow clad in dark flowing robes, and a hulking gray-skinned monster resembling a spiky humanoid toad, wide mouthful of razor-sharp teeth, which uh, I believe Elfram recognizes as something that once impregnated him. Oh, fuck! <laughs> uh, the drow's pinched and lined face speak to his great age. His red eyes narrow and appraise you as carefully as he approaches. So these guys are not making any threatening maneuvers towards you. The the slot is just sort of lurking behind this robed figure. I put my shield across my chest. (laughs) And, uh... I have postpartum depression. (laughs) That's not what that means. <laughs> That's not what that means. Elfram okay. doesn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> that means you want it back inside you. <laughs> um, he's he looks at you and he's like, "So are you these uh, under dark adventurers that I've been hearing so much about?" Uh, who's he talking to directly? Or just a group? Just you as a group. His hands are at his side. He's not making any uh, any gestures of any sort. Why do you ask? Um, I am seeking assistance of a kind. Um, I believe that there is some kind of demonic invasion going on within the Underdark. 
Um, and a few are the adventures of which I've heard. You probably have knowledge of, of said invasion. And I, despite my uh, ethnicity, I seek to combat this invasion and put an end to it. As he speaks, I'm casting uh, guidance on myself, and then I want to insight check his ass. Okay. You feel he's being completely honest. Hmm. We don't always trust Drow, as I give a side glance to Eldrin. I do not blame you in that regard. Um, most Drow are a deceitful, backstabbing lot, uh, myself included in my young younger years. Have we seen Drow here in this pool? Um, there may be one or two lurking around, um, with, with all the council stuff going on, there could be, it's not out of the realm possibility that some draw are being represented. Okay. Um, well, if we are said, uh, adventures that you're talking about, uh, what information would you be seeking from us? Um, mostly just uh, just confirmation of of what has has happened. Uh, I am trying to put together a a plan to put an end to this, and any help that I can I can uh, get in that regard would be. Um, greatly appreciated. So, you know, feel free, you know, make your own inquiries, you know, look about this as you will. But uh, if you're going to do any investigating on your own, I would look into the city of Menzo Branzen and its Archmage Gromf Boundary. I believe. I wrote you... that down. What's that? I said, I hope somebody wrote that down. Elfram. I did, I did, I did. <laughs> uh, I uh, believe he, he may be involved um, in, in part of this, although I do believe the his actions are being influenced by a greater power. So, um, as he's speaking, I'm kind of looking around at the group, trying to make eye contact to see if we, uh, with the, the look on my face is, should we tell him? Uh, I think we should go to somewhere less open. We're in the stairwell, right? Go, Tari. Would you care to join us in our, our private quarters? Um, perhaps, um, sure. That was weird, but okay. <laughs> He just seemed like he was he was weighing the uh, the risk of you know going into a private room with a lot of you, but he kind of gets a little smirk on his face, knowing that that his power is is supreme. So, he follows you. So we'll go to our room. <laughs> Who sent you? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh... 
As Tucker grabs him out of the scruff of the neck. <laughs> no, watch it. Watch this. Watch the sled. He'll, he'll impregnate No, we're you. leaving that for you. <laughs> no, no, not again. Oh, I'm by the hips from behind. Oh. Oh, oh okay. Um, I was trying to be nice. <laughs> what has Tucker ever been nice? <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, you're right. So, uh, what's, uh, what are your names? So we aren't so much strange. Uh, my name is Viseron. And your big friend? My big friend, um, God, the hell is his name? My big friend here is Cleave. With a K. <laughs> Fuck. He <laughs> says, I am here. There's a library here that I have been looking into, and I am trying to look for some ancient texts that will help me identify what exactly has happened and how to combat it. But I may need the assistance of some able-bodied uh, person such as yourself to put this evil to rest once and for all. What's going on in the Underdark is not... Uh, beneficial to any of our races uh, or peoples it must be it must be dealt with how long have known what was that you kind of cut out no how long have you known about this invasion um it's been a few it's been going on for a few weeks it started slowly, but it's it's been amping up. So we did see some uh, interesting things while we were in the Underdark, such as uh, what was the name? Demon Gordon himself. Hmm. Manifest right in front of us. Where were we at? What was that uh, location that they were the go to oh. where we're doing their ritual? Oh, gosh. We had to leave by boat. Under Sea Temple thing? Sea Temple? Uh, I don't remember. We were in the town. Let me uh, let me go through my memories real quick. Yeah. Rosie <laughs> has keen minds, so she would remember this shit. When you, when you hear the word Demogorgon, he goes, uh, you must excuse me. Uh, this this sparks a, a memory. I must go research immediately. I will. I will contact you later. There's more. Yes. Yes. I. I am sure that there is, but I must attend to this immediately. And he kind of turns, and him and Cleve kind of leave the room very quickly. Okay. Well. 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 So he looked a little bit shaken by that, but um, not suspiciously shaken, just like it did kind of like raise a, a memory or a thought, and he kind of felt like he needed to address it. Clean his pants out like we did? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So they leave. And basically, he he did promise that he would find you again. 
um, to discuss what had happened in, in more detail. He may even attend the the council meeting, which essentially I'm just trying not to do a lot of repetition. So, uh, uh, fair enough. That's kind of why he's leaving right now. So he uh, he leaves, and you guys are going to do your little hut thing, take your your sleep. Um. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. I didn't write down the name of the city. Uh, Menzo. Nope. Oh, no. Sorry, the one with the demigorgon. I, I didn't write that oh. one. Yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah, they had that. That was a, that was a day we had all the crazy names. There's a blub, blub, of, blub, uh, blub letter. The ploop, ploop, and the, <laughs> the blumpkin or something. Or... It looked like a toddler had just slammed his forehead on a keyboard. All, all kinds of crazy stuff going on. Um, but, okay. That works. He said he'll come later. Well, you guys look Like, I've just, like, made the, the hut. Okay. So it, while, while we were talking, you made the hut? Can it be, like, well, no, like, well, I mean, can, could he have left with the hut? People can exit the hut. Yeah, they right? can, you can't, though. I can't. Well, I'm not going. And doesn't the hut, the hut looks like a... Whatever you want. It's, it's basically like that. The it, it's a half tents. circle, but whatever color you Tent. The inside, it looks like the tents from Harry Potter. Sure? I don't think... It doesn't, on the inside, can't you make it look whatever you want? No? No, that's magnificent, man. Oh, crap. Yeah. This, is, this is just like... This is just like a dome. It's literally like a pop-up tent. Oh, what else I look like, huh? No. Someone's gonna walk into the room, see a big wooden ball. Yep. Fine, whatever. Laundry. Yeah, laundry. It's gonna look like a giant <laughs> pile of laundry. The fuck? All right, looks like a giant <laughs> pile of laundry. All right, so uh, you you nestle into your giant pile of laundry, <laughs> and like our cat does. You all kind of you. I'll drift off to sleep because there's no need to post a guard. So as you're sleeping, you all do begin to dream. Or in the case of the elves who are trancing, you, you receive a vision. And in the first one, you see an imperious drow archwizard in spider silk robes casting a mighty conjuration spell. As the ritual draws towards its conclusion, a web of Therizerus energy expands outward. The wizard seems alarmed by this, his efforts to complete the spell growing more crazed as he realizes he's lost control. And then madness. Rifts open in the web of energy around him. These cracks stretch and widen, and through them come horrific fiends that scream, shriek, and howl as they are wrenched from the abyss and cast into the underdark. A woman's deep dark laugh echoes in your mind as the drow wizard shrinks away from the demonic hordes he has unwittingly unleashed. So that's enough to uh, make you whimper a little bit in your, in your PJs. So that kind of fades to black, and then not long after that, you receive another one. 
where you see a cavern of pe peculiar beauty opens up before you, with the lights of every color shining from the pure essence of the life, or of life, diffused and amplified by the glow of Therizdris. The glow pulses and you feel the life in the cavern rotting away, bursting with infection. A mushroom grows in the center of the cave, even larger and taller, pustules forming and seeping as its stem thickens and its cap reaches the cavern's ceiling, forming a vast fungal tower. Two myconids approach the site in awe, not minding the carpet of rot under their feet. You sense their minds come alive in wonder as they kneel in worship. You know they are doomed. A voice sounds out within clouds of spores that fall like snow. The voice tells the myconids to prepare for a gift unlike they have ever known. And you kind of recognize this as the Neverlake Grove that you had visited um, and where you had... Is that where you took the gift? No, that's not where you took the gift. No, that was, that was somewhere else. But we did see that giant. Yep, but you did see the giant mushroom. So that dream fades and you are quickly um, given another one where a deep gnome, spurned by others of his kind, weeps as he wanders the dark tunnels, talking to things that crawl and seep from the walls. You see him adopt two slick patches of ooze, sensing his innate power over them. He plays with them as if they were children, chasing them through the gloomy depths. Something changes and the oozes flow away. The deep gnome runs after them, fearful of being alone once again. You feel a hunger seize him. He experiences visions that pass into your vision, showing what appears to be as a paradise to him, but an oozing nightmare for all others. The great hunger speaks to him. His already broken mind, a shield against the hunger's shattering power. That power seems to recognize and acknowledge something in the gnome that will serve it well. The great hunger has a name, Jubilex, and its power owes such great and terrible power. It grants the gnome the ability to command the little hungers, his children so, that they can return to the place and cast them out and devour it all. And so if that's not enough, that oh. dream fades and you get yet another one. Where you see a circle of small hooded figures, their forms hunched and emaciated, their gestures and movements are jerky indicative of the madness possessing them. They are chanting, swaying to their own words, and then they stop as the glow of Therizus rises around them, whispering to them in unintelligible sounds. The Darrow cackle and dance, their hands glowing with a power that isn't theirs. The vision shifts, and suddenly gray dwarves stare down at the red-hot metal on their anvils. The constant rhythm of their hammering falters, Suddenly, brother turns against brother, as minds turn inwards upon themselves. Sparks fly, and a city burns. So that one fades. And yet, another one comes to your minds. You see a Kutoa swimming into the gloomy depths of the dark subterranean lake. Uncertain. It, see, it turns left and right, trying to find something. Even as it's surrounded by a fang 
creatures resembling manta rays. The Kutoa smiles, its needle teeth gleaming even in the darkness. It has seen something. It understands a new secret, and its already unhinged mind plunges further into madness. The Kutoa curls in on itself, arms extended in worship. Then, from the circle of rays, two tentacles emerge, followed by two howling goblin heads. Which you guys also remember. And that dream fades, replaced by yet another, where a rift formed by the Therzerus opens wide, illuminating a dark tunnel. The rift spits out a black gem that clatters as it tumbles across the tunnel floor. The gem is picked up by a gray-skinned a gray-skinned dwarf who inspects it closely. The vision shifts to a brightly lit cavern full of crude merchant stalls where the Duergar hands a gem to a, a deep gnome for appraisal. The gnome refuses to return the gem, instead giving it to one of her apprentices. The young apprentice skulks away with the gem in his clutches, but is ambushed by a gargoyle. The gargoyle snatches the gem, flies away, and gives it to a female drow. The drow gazes into the black gemstone and sees a hideous demonic face looking back at her. Thoughts of murder and carnage fill her thoughts as she hides the gemstone on her person, draws a short sword, and coats the blade with poison. <sighs> that sounds familiar, doesn't it, guys? Oh, a little bit. Uh, did y'all have weird dreams? Yeah, we're not done yet. Oh, fuck! <laughs> so, so the familiar ones kind of fade, and now you see a glimpse into some things that do not look quite so familiar. In the heart in a, in an a, of an alien cavern glistening with slime, scores of mind flayers gather around an enormous brain resting in a pool. The brain is dead. You can hear the illithids' incomprehensible thoughts as they mourn its passing. One word echoes louder than the others. Cyrog. Suddenly, Therizrus bathes the dark and twisted hall in purplish light. A rift opens, and a hulking horned figure that reeks of putrescence steps out. It raises a skull-tipped wand and points it at the dead elder brain. The elder brain begins to pulsate, and you see intermittent flashes of purple light under its rotting flesh. The mind flayers are aghast at as the Elder Brain speaks to them once more, telling them that Orcus has saved Cyrog and commanding them to follow it into a death. Now, that doesn't really scare you. That dream is replaced by another, where the smell of blood fills your nostrils as you wander a maze of underdark tunnels, moving with purpose as your giant hooves crush stone underfoot. Therizra's flight reveals that your shadow is monstrous, suggesting a hulking beast with a crown of thorns. With your bloody, with your bloody glaive, you carve a swath through the a forest of towering zerkwood mushrooms that stands in your way. The tunnels beyond would confuse an ordinary mind, but you instinctively know the path you must walk. Every step brings you closer to a magma-filled chasm, lodged in which enormous contraption of metal and stone, a weapon capable of reshaping the Underdark itself. And then as you're getting closer to you at the end of your rest, 
you notice that the scene changes to a hunched and robbing creature, the head of a fiendish hyena, swings a triple-headed flail at a beholder, crushing it. As the eye tyrant falls to the floor, a pack of hyenas leap onto the corpse and tear off its eye stalks, while the demon lord licks the gore off his weapon. As the hyenas feed, they transform into slavering, cackling gnolls before your eyes. And finally, just as you're about to wake, you behold the true form of the demon queen of spiders, that of a black, bloated arachnid with the head of a female drow. Nestled in the webs all around her are thousands upon thousands of gray eggs. Lolf knows she is being scryed, her fury tangible as her mind reaches out to you. Her shriek of rage as she's shut out by the powerful wards uh, that seem to be enveloping you echoes in your mind as the vision is suddenly torn away and into darkness. And that is the last thing that you remember as your not-so-restful sleep ends and you all awake and, you know, clean out your pants. Uh, I guess wow, that's a lot of words. That was a fuck ton, man. <laughs> I got most of that. <laughs> Tigger's gonna go back to sleep. I didn't sleep for shit. Night night. I'm from snoring. I'm from still snoring. I think I can put these in the. in the chat. Oh, for real? Oh, dope. Nice. Woohoo! That is a lot. Yeah. Well, Gabe, when you get done writing all that down, you can send it to us. Uh, (laughs) yep, yep, yep. Cut and paste it in Discord. Accidentally. Um, Copy to paste the wrong thing. So I accidentally copy. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it all in, in one. I'm just getting them all in a. Holy moly, Brian! You wrote a ton. Oh, I didn't write that. <laughs> I ain't taking credit for that. Happy copyright infringement. Oh, <laughs> Plagiarism. I just warped it all to suit my needs. So, um. <laughs> Based on, on on what just uh transpired guys um and gals. Yeah. I I I um <laughs> I'm thinking that I need to go commune with Saluni for a while. Um got the demon queen on there, guy. You you can't um Peter. I I have I it. I think in, I can. I have it all in my notes. I just can't post it all at once since it's over, over two thousand. Now I can post screenshots. Yeah, thing. That'd probably be easier. Um, let me let me actually do. I can do it really easy. Like Here, uh, I'm okay. getting it on. Tucker's got it. Yeah, I'm getting. Are you gonna do that? Okay. Okay. Yeah, 
just going in there, copying it to the clipboard, and throwing it in Discord. Cool. All right. Yeah. yeah um, so that's, that's a lot. That's a lot to unpack. Fuck yeah, it is, dude. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, Brian, I will. Um, yeah, I want to go try to commune with uh, Saluni on this to see if. Uh, no problem. No. <laughs> Um. Yeah, so I want to go commune. I will cast uh, divination while I do that. A ritual spell, so that's a good thing. Um. And I guess you know, even worst case, I could uh, use my new wife domain feature and ask for divine intervention. But oh shit. But that's this is more I'm looking for uh, interpretation and guidance versus direct intervention, but maybe that would work if I'm not having much success with my divination, then I'll do I'll try to do a divine yeah and and ask Saluni uh for her beliefs and the guidance and, and things that she thinks we should probably be considering this and how devastating to uh, the true plane this could be. Alright. I want to uh, at least find a holy ground, a church. may not be of the right deity, but hopefully of a good deity uh, that I recognize if there's one around, uh, or at least a neutral deity, and uh, try to perform that there. Yeah, I'm sure there's a, a temple to a good dwarf. Yeah, what's I don't know. Name? I can't remember his name. Morda, 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 Morda. 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 I think he's. I think he's good. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Good enough. I think yeah, I that, that's that's sports. what I'm going to go do uh, for okay. the next uh, little bit. All right. Um, what's what are the the other? Who are you? The rest are you going to do? Um, I guess after that. Um, after all of those dreams, I want to do something that I've never done before. Um, I want to sit because I, I guess I've seen, I've seen Illiford do all that before, and I've seen Eldrin and Rosie concentrate on their on their spells every pair. There, and I kind of want to do the same thing. Um, and I want to do a ritual cast of of what you cut out again. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I want to do a ritual casting of commune with nature. Okay. Um, and the three facts that I want to know if there's anything in the area at the very least, because I don't think we're in a mountain. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we're... You're you're in a mountain, basically. You're underground in a mountain. Okay, so I only do it up to 300 feet, unfortunately. However, um, it might still help town. Um, I want to know of any powerful fiends um, in our area. I want to know of uh, if there is any influence 
other planes in our area. Um, and then if there is any sort of like a um, I guess powerful um, undead in our area. And that's like within three of us. Okay. So you're doing that? Yeah, I'll do that while Elford's doing his um, ritual casting. He wants to look. Oh, he boy. Or girl. Yeah. My daughter's dog, actually. Oh, it's a puppy. Yes, she is. What's the name? Hazel. Hazel. <gasps> Joey, you want a girlfriend? <laughs> she kind of looks like Joey, she too. She does actually look like Joey. She has that same face. <laughs> Pouty face. Okay, how about the rest of you? Are you letting Ilford go off on his own? I'll go with Ilford so he's not, you know, by himself. Okay. Eldrin. I'll Ellie. also join Ilford. I've got a got a spell that I wanna wanna copy time. I'm so right. sitting. So. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna stay in there because I'm just a little riddled. So I'm probably just sitting and rocking myself. Okay. Oh, I'm not going to touch that one. Um, okay, so Elfram, yours is pretty easy. You don't detect any undead, any fiends, or uh, what was the other one? Um, influence of other planes. Yeah, you don't detect any of that in, in, within 300 feet or whatever it is. Okay. You. Yeah, you don't detect anything like that. Okay, so for you find this temple to Morden, um, you walk in. There's, you know, a few dwarven priests kind of walking around. They just kind of look at you. You know, seeing this, uh, you're half elf, correct? Yep, that's correct. Yeah, half so elf. they see this half elf walk in. They kind of raise their eyebrows a little bit, but they kind of heard about you guys, so they don't pay you guys too much attention. Um, you know. And then Tiger, I'm assuming you just kind of stand nearby and look menacing. And yes. Eldrin, you're copying a spell? Yep. Okay, what spell are you copying? Greater Invisibility. Ooh. We are, ooh. And, okay. Uh, do you have to roll something for that to be I think effective? it's just, I'm pretty sure it's just two hours of time and 50 gold. Is it um Oh wait, two hours? Cool? Uh yes, yes it is. Okay. Yeah, I think but it's it's yeah, it's fifty gold per level of spell, right? Ooh, okay. Never mind. That's eight hours then. I don't think we're think... eight hours. And it's fifty gold per level, I thought. Uh yes. Was it eight hours also? Yeah. So I probably don't have time to copy that. I'll take that back. Well you can start on it. Alright, that's fine. I'll put whatever amount of time we're going to be here towards it. You can do the, the writing, and then you can add the magical components at a later time. Sounds good. You can start with the text. So you kneel down and assume whatever position a, a priest of, of Sluni uh, takes. Prostrate. 
<laughs> yeah, you you, prost- you prostate yourself. <laughs> and yes, and I will have um, my symbol in my hand. I will have uh, the mace. I'll actually sit in a um, corner with my legs crossed, uh, and I will have some incense that I will light. Uh, I will put. Um, a gold gem, a gem, a gold gem, a gem, which I have some, I don't know, worth, uh, uh, let's see, how much is this one worth? I'm just looking real quick. Uh, Did we get a long rest? Yeah. I will put a, a, um, yeah, I think I gave you a long rest last time. I don't want to, I will actually just put the, uh, I have a ruby. That I'll lay there. Uh, and uh, I have a massive ruby that doesn't have a value to it. Huh. So, anyway, that's what I'll do. And I will, uh, with my holy symbol on my chest and touching it, and then uh, with uh, Saluni's kiss um, in my lap with my other hand on it, I will begin to. Uh, cast well div- divination and ask uh Saluni of uh what I believe the uh foreshadowing of these dreams even though some of them was a recall that we know uh what that means uh to this group. Okay. So what does the spell divination do? Um, it, let me pull it back up to make sure it is, it puts me in contact with my God or a God servant. It doesn't say which, and I am able to ask the question concerning a specific goal or event or activity. Uh, and the DM offers a truthful reply. The reply might be a short phrase, a rhyme, an omen. Um, it doesn't take into account any possible circumstances that might change the outcome such as casting additional spells or the loss or gain of a companion. Um, And if I cast it two or more times before finishing a next long rest, there's a 25% chance of each casting after that first one that you, I get a random reading and um, you make your rolls in secret. Okay. And it's, uh, it's all, and it's supposed to occur within the next seven days. Um, like I said, if I'm um, not totally convinced or feel that uh, the information is what I'm really seeking, I will ask for divine intervention on this, which is a little bit different because it's really more of um, uh, you know, so basically I call it to intervene on my behalf when my need is great. Uh, that's mm-hmm. what that divine intervention does all right so if you talk to your god or on your your god's delegates basically yep, that's, it, it doesn't tell me which one it is but it could be one or the other yeah so actually you know i guess it almost be fucker <laughs> well you know it's gonna be fucker <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay yes yeah, what can i do for you now <laughs> well Fucker, it's been a 
since we have spoken. Um, I, I am in of uh, a, a great need of uh, knowledge and guidance. Um, Why am I not surprised? Uh, we had a uh, the group as a whole. All of us had the same vision or dream, uh, and it was showing the uh, release of the great demon lords upon to the land of the material plane. Uh, Orcus was there. Demogordon. Um, Jubilex. Did I recognize them or not? I'll ask that question. Yeah, you recognize the names. Well, I mean, okay, yeah, because some of them you yeah. didn't give a name, though, did you? Like, no. Behemoth, uh, what's his name? I can't think how to say it now. The Glaive Wielding dude, he's, I know who he is as a player. So oh, the, the first one, you don't recognize the, the Drow Archwizard. Um, okay. But you, you know of, of Zuckmoy because that was the gem that, I uh, know that was the um, mushroom guy. You yeah. that. You, you know who Jubilex is. And these are not um, names that are uncommon. Right. Uh, Demogorgon, obviously, you know. Fraz, Urblu, you, you knew that one. Cyrog is probably not a name you know, but Orcus is. Okay. The Horn King was Baphomet. You kind of recognize okay. him. And Yinogu, 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 the hyena guy. And yeah. you definitely know that the Demon Queen of Spiders is Lolf. Yep. So I'd rattle off all of them to say, look, these are the dreams of each one of these performing acts. Uh, within the dreams of rituals, um, what what can what what do you take of this? What what insight can you provide us and to prepare us for this forthcoming evil? So his tone takes a little bit of a shift. He's not quite so condescending. Um, as he, he normally would be. And he pauses for a moment. Says, ah, those are grim tidings indeed. The demon lords are all escaping. That is that is very bad for all um, for all beings, um, really of all planes, because if they escape the abyss and they take over the prime material the other, it's only a matter of time before they they branch out beyond that as well. And I fear that this is not the only dangers that that loom in front of you. You must you must stand tall. You must stand vigilant. And must find a way to you know rally whatever support you can find and strike at these evil machinations as swiftly and as strongly as possible before they have a chance to solidify and grow in power. Is there any correlation 
to the dragon statues and the release of these demon lords? Not directly. That is one of the other complications I was referring to. That seems to be a separate yet equally dangerous undertaking going on. But by the dragon statues opening portals to the surface, it makes it only that much easier for the demons to escape the Underdark and and continue to wreak havoc, not only underground, but above as well. Uh. Which isn't to say that they can't find another way out, but or that... You know, just allowing the Enerdark to be consumed is a good thing either. But having the portals open uh, or having people could open them, um, that does raise the, the danger for all of the realms, not just the ones underground. Yes, I see that now. Uh, do you have any insight on why we're here for this trial? The actions of mortals tends to not um, be clear to me, but from the little I can glean, I don't think this is so much a trial as it is a seeking of understanding, although I would advise caution because... There are those around who would do you harm if they had the opportunity. Uh-huh. Yes, we do know that now. So, uh, shit, I'm not sure what else to ask. I'm perplexed now. Yeah. It says, um, so my... My advice to you, and he starts to get his, his tone back a little bit, is speak to the other uh, mortals that are have assembled, make your alliances, make your plans, and do what needs to be done to stop this evil. If you can, and then he kind of fades off with that last little snide kind of dig at you. Yeah. Thanks, Farnsworth. Appreciate it, buddy. Always good talking to you. Ah. For you, maybe. <laughs> Guess he couldn't take my sarcasm, huh? I know he's got to have the last word. Yeah. Okay. Um... Yeah, so I will. Uh, I'll get up, and um, I guess uh, Eldrin and, and Tugger there, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, they they didn't hear the conversation, did they? Or did they? No, we heard they yours, that you one. talking, but yeah. Okay. No, well, I, it was actually I was talking in my head. Okay. No, we didn't hear. <laughs> okay, um, guys, we uh. We have two great problems in front of us that 
are not necessarily directly linked, but both will influence each other that could destroy the realms as we know it. No pressure. Um, we, we, we have to find we have to address these dragon accord things that we've been chasing forever but at the same time we must make sure that we address that to prevent them from opening up any more doors into the underdark but in conjunction with that we must find the way to end the um, influx of the demon lords into the Underdark. No problem, right, guys? No problem at all. I think we got it. What do you think? Easy peasy. Y'all have always wanted to fight demon lords, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah that's that's going to uh, be a lot of fun. It right wasn't high up on my of things to do, but... Yeah. Not mine either. But we are uh, going to be taxed with doing that, I'm afraid. We need to get the others. We need to seek the council here. Uh, we need to be truthful with them. And uh, seek their assistance in addressing both both issues. Let's do it. Let's go round everyone up. Yeah. Right. This is yeah, as bad so, as you say it is. We need to get it done. Uh, you all notice um, that there is um, a different tone with me. Mm -hmm. um, you notice a um, a different look on my face uh, than you know, that I normally have. You know, my normal look is a little bit more uh, um, happy and you know not a lot of stress you know not always worrying about a lot of things uh but here you you definitely can tell that there is a, a significant difference in my uh tone and demeanor see pretty serious well Let's get this going because we've been what me and you've been rolling around for a while, haven't we? Yes, we have. I haven't seen you this worried in a long time. Yes. <laughs> all right, so you guys all kind of come back together. Yeah, and I reconvene what I've already said to uh, Elfram and Rosie. <laughs> Sorry, meeting back at the. The inn or somewhere else? Um, I guess, well, yeah, we never decided. I guess we'll head back to the inn. I'm assuming that's where they stayed. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah, we didn't leave. I'm, uh, yeah. We're downstairs drinking. A oh, so there's not a sock on the door? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> uh no, she puts alarm on the door. <laughs> She's had to turn out to be a no. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely will need a, 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 a instead of my normal 
wine that I usually drink, I, I do ask for something much stronger this time, even if it's in in the early mornings. Uh, oh, oh yeah, we we got you covered there, buddy. And this guy goes, he finds this bottle and he pours it, and it's almost just really thick, dark. I want sludge is not the right word because that makes it sound bad, but it's just this really thick liquid that. Jägermeister. Oh. <laughs> if if Jägermeister and Goldschlager had a love child. <laughs> Whoa. What the fuck? Woo. Oh, I have stories of Goldschlager. <laughs> um, oh, soju on top of it, right? Just for a little extra kick. <laughs> What's that? Soju. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, that's exactly what I need right now, and I just down it. As I um, finish it, I per- continue to inform Elferman Rosie of the, uh, unfortunately, the dire situation that we find ourselves in now. Well, shit. And, uh, okay, go ahead. No, I mean, that's it. I don't have anything else to say. And while you're, uh, you know, kind of all sitting there, all shock and odd at the, the the events that of the evening and early morning here, a couple guards do come and they do summon you to the council chambers. Um, they're not, you know, marching you like prisoners or anything like that. They're just like requesting you know, very politely that you come with them to the, to the council. We killed them. I'm just just kidding. (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, Do we need to talk about, make sure we have our, our memories. Just to be honest, guys. Please just be honest. We're honest last if, time. If, if you recall, well, if you recall one thing that I'm going to ask the court, for lack of a better term, to is to allow me to cast a zone of truth of everybody standing there in the Ooh. conversation. Including the council members. Okay. Not just us ourselves, but including the council members. And if I'll even ask them if they would like to have one of their priests cast a zone of truth. All right. So you you follow these guys, and they take you into, they march you through the streets. Um, again, marching is a strong word, but they they they're taking you along. There, everyone's kind of solemn and quiet. They take you to what looks to be keep uh, of this underground city and they kind of march through the stone hallways everybody's boot heels kind of ringing off of the stone except for Elfram who I believe is barefoot I don't remember yeah I don't remember either um, 
I know you don't wear many clothes, so. Yeah. <laughs> I have a belt. Uh, cloth of doom. I have belts. I have gauntlets. You probably have sandals know. or something. Maybe. I think. I don't know. We and... make sure he has a pair of sandals or something on so he doesn't look like a total. Yeah. Total. Yeah, so you're, you're, as you're walking through the stone city, you, you're kind of in awe of the beauty and the elegance of the stone, whereas the rest of the group, they probably don't notice it quite as much, but you see like all the intricate carvings and, you know, the precise corners and the, the exacting measurements, you know, oh, to do you everything. Do you see that stone over there? Oh man, how about that stone? You see that one? Oh my god. Whoa. I'm gonna take a take a, a mental picture with my brain. Yeah, so you're you're kind of all sort of not even noticing where you you know the details because your eyes are kind of darting everywhere. And it's when you get in the keep itself it really starts to impress you. You know, all the you know, the hallways all have these elaborate murals. Know, carved and painted and you know you're just like you feel like you're home like this is you know what you've been missing your entire life oh i wish i could take my dad here he would love it we would just look at stones all day and you eventually they you come to these giant double doors and they they open them and they kind of creak and they go they open up and you you walk in you can reach us by email at darkroadtravels at gmail.com or on the internet at www.darkroadtravels.podbean.com, on Facebook at Dark Road Travels, and on Twitter at Dark Road Travel. You can also watch us live usually every other Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Time at www.twitch.tv slash darkroadtravels. <laughs>